Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Drimbus. After finishing her call with Hagatha, the attorney strategizes on what to do next, as Monique has been sent out on assignment. Thomas runs into a bush ferry, and the boys head back to Opula. Upon arrival, they discover that Thomas has been evicted from his apartment. They talk to Samir, his hard-ass centaur landlord. Upon realizing they do not have enough funds to cover the rent and the late fee, Tyronicus places a call to Lucky at LEP. Lucky wires him some money and gives him a tip on where to find a ride, and Thomas decides to take Nacho down to the theater to try and earn some money. I do declare, Your Honor is back in session. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it's your DM here. Just real quick before we get into the episode, I wanted to take a second to talk to you about an awesome new show we've been really loving called Of Mice and Men and Monsters. It's a great new show that combines actual play D&D with classic literature. If you're a fan of the classics like Frankenstein, Moby Dick, The Count of Monte Cristo, and Oliver Twist, well then you're in luck because they have campaigns that have already gone through all of those worlds in their D&D setting, and they are just starting a new campaign set in the world of the Great Gatsby. So you've got plenty of options, and it is a great time to join in both for veteran players and newbies alike. But don't take my word for it. Stick around till the end of the episode to hear a promo. And now... Back to the episode. Okay, Thomas, where are you headed? To the theater. Which one? Oh, which one does that guy work at? The Ryan Crabapple? Ryan Crabapple. Ryan Crabapple works at the Autograph Theater. <laughs> Nacho, we're going to the Autograph Theater because this morning they have auditions for their upcoming production. And what's great about this theater is they pay you up front for getting cast, and then they pay you the rest of the paycheck after you complete your contract. So, luckily, we'll get Signing some gold bonus. if you get the part. Uh, you just need to get the part. Okay. How do I do that? The, oh, I mean, you're a doppelganger. You could just embody any part that that you want to be. We'll read the script, I, we'll read the sides, and then um, I can, o- I can only be- become people I've seen. Oh, God. Uh, if you let me, like, scan your memories, and I can see someone in your in your brain, then I can embody that person, but I can't just make up a fake person. It has to be based on something. Uh, well, 
you're not going to embody Ryan Crabapple because he is a, a C-list actor. You don't want to be him. What's a C-list? Don't worry about it. We'll go read the side, see see what characters they're casting, and we'll, we'll figure it out. Let's go. Uh, okay. And you head off toward the Autograph Theater. It's a couple of blocks away. I mean, you live kind of far uptown. So it takes you a, a hot second to get there. But, I don't know, half an hour later, you arrive. And sure enough, outside you see a sign posted that says, Auditions... The case of the pocket full of dead fish. Oh boy, I'm all too familiar with this one. All right, well, uh, let's go in and, and see what sides they're going to provide us. You go in and at the front desk, you see a tiefling, and they greet you and they go, "Well, hi there, hi, uh, welcome. Uh, this is the Autograph Theater, and uh, uh, are you guys here for auditions?" Yes, uh, he is. He's auditioning today. I'm just accompanying my friend here. Oh, great. Hi, uh, um, do you have an appointment slot? <clears throat> appointment slot? No, I can't say I do. Oh, are you, uh... Do you do walk-ins? Are you union? Uh, well, I, I attend this theater quite often. I'm, I'm one of your boosters. Uh, I don't pay any money, but I, I'm one of the, you know... Season ticket holder. <laughs> oh, well, uh, a ple- pleasure to see you, sir. But uh, for you, Mr. Uh, uh, I, th- I think I think I think my name's Nacho. Oh, OK, uh, Nacho. Um, are you union? Are you EMC? Are you? <laughs> and Nacho just kind of looks to you and his eyes widen. He's not. But let me tell you, he is the finest actor you will ever lay your eyes on. Okay, well, it's 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 going to be a busy day, but uh, you're welcome to uh, sit in the waiting room. Just go ahead and put your name on the list of, uh, of non-union. And uh, once we get through the union people and then we get through the, uh, the EMC people, then, you know, maybe we'll get around to seeing uh, whoever we can. Roll to see if you'll get to see you today. Okay. <laughs> Well, wait. Uh, it's just down the hall to the right. Thank you. Anytime. Uh, this, is, this is traumatic. Did she give us sides to read through while we wait? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Bringing up PTSD. <laughs> Gonna go wait. Okay. You walk down the hall, uh, and then to the right in one of the rooms, you see it says a waiting room, case of the pocket full of dead fish. And you open the door, and it is like jam packed. With people. There's someone at one of those little shitty, like, plastic fold-out tables with a bunch of sheets of paper in front of them. And then there's a bunch of people, like, just lying around. Some people are, like, stretching. Other people are in conversation. There's some people doing, like, some weird vocal warm-ups. And you walk up to that little table with the pieces of paper. And a chain devil at the table... Oh, God. Uh, ...is sitting there and goes, I... Welcome... Uh, if you're looking to sign in, they point to one of the pieces of paper. They go, this is for union members. They point to a different sheet of paper. This is for EMC members. And then they point to the last sheet of paper. This is for non-union. Well, sign all three. <laughs> sign all three, Nacho. That, that's not how it works. I'm sorry. I meant uh, sign union, Nacho. What's what's your uh, your union ID? Can I see your card? Ah, he forgot. Wait. No, he didn't. I'm going to cast Minor Illusions to produce a union card. (laughs) He didn't forget anything today. Okay. What's your spell safety seat? 12? I 
think his three fails that. Yes. <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> and he goes, oh. all right, two, one, seven, zero, four, three. Name. Oh, wait, I see. Nacho. Cool name. It's a pretty cool name. I agree. All right. He looks at something. And then a little goblin runs into the room and whispers something in his ear. And then runs out and he gets up from the table. All right. We're dismissing all non-union and EMC before lunch. Uh, And you see, like, over half of the room gets up and like, oh, man. Oh, God. Okay. And they all shuffle out of the room. And he says, all right, uh, Mr. Nacho, we should be able to see you in about 45 Okay. Do you have any sides for Nacho here to start looking at? Yeah, they're taped up on the wall over there. Oh, thank you so much. Let's go look at them, Nacho. That that was kind of cool, dude. Whatever you just, like, did. uh, Thanks? Yeah, no problem. Don't worry about it. Just get in the show, and then you could thank me. Uh, Okay. You guys walk up to the sides, and you see a number of different ones posted. You see one for Julia Fletcher. Describes her as... 20s to 40s, very suave, charming, compassionate, loving. And you, Thomas, are able to figure out very quickly that this is meant to be Jessica. You see a site for Berg Adel. It says 40s to 60s, and it describes him as a grumpy old hermit of a man, discouraging. And you're able to piece together that this is likely Adelbird the victim that Jessica killed who used to run the marina, Captain Kurtowski's. And then you see a different side for someone named James Adel. And it says 20s to 30s, young, inspired, hopeful. And you managed to kind of put together from the description that this is likely Jason Kurtowski, Adelbird's son, who ended up in charge of the marina at Rabbit Cove after his father's death, but who wanted to pursue different uh, hopes and dreams and his dad never let him. Thomas shudders a little bit knowing that these are the just actual serial murders written down on the page, (laughs) knowing the truth behind them. Uh, But then he, he goes over to Nacho and he says, okay, so there's only two characters here I could potentially see you performing to the best of your capabilities both the younger characters here um let's start with let's start with julia fletcher um how does the whole taking stuff from my memories work do i just have to think about someone so he actually has read thoughts and so if you can really focus in on remembering something you guys can kind of sit together and you kind of open your mind to him and he can accept that from you. All right. As sucky as it's going to be, I'm going to really think hard about Jessica and all of her mm, charm and deceit and all of that. Okay. So here's how we're going to play this uh, in order to see how well Nacho can absorb these memories. Describe to me exactly what you think of as you think of Jessica. All right. Jessica is a... Very talented author, um, very charming individual, the nicest lady you'll ever meet, can bring a smile to your face the moment you meet her, but she's a go-getter. When she wants something done, she will get it done, no matter what the cost. Very driven, 
and um, bit of a cheekiness to her. That's what I think of when I think of my friend Jessica. Any particular memories that you share with her? Oh, certainly. There was the time where she ran an entire court case for us. She was the judge, jury, and not executioner. We didn't die, but um, she ran that whole thing. That was a lot of fun for me. Yeah. Are you purposefully avoiding negative thoughts? I'm avoiding negative thoughts. It's hard, but I'm doing it. <laughs> Roll for negative thoughts. She, she uh, handled a plea bargain um, very masterfully and gracefully with Monique. Um, it's not the route I would have gone with, but that, you know, she, she got the job done. I'll give her credit for that. Certainly. Yeah. Roll a performance check for me. Aha. Maybe I should be auditioning. That is 12, 13, 14. Okay. You are sitting like crisscross applesauce in front of Nacho, and Nacho's doing the same in front of you. You feel like a gentle presence in your mind as you think these things and you go through them, and Nacho goes, Oh, okay. I I think I got it. And he shapeshifts, and you see someone who looks almost like Jessica, but not quite. He doesn't quite have the green tint that Jessica has under the skin. The bone crown is not as jagged and pointy. It looks more almost like a regular crown, as if it were an accessory and not a physical thing growing out of your head. The eyes are a lot softer. Jessica's almost a bit younger, less wrinkles upon her skin. But sure enough, standing in front of you is someone who looks a fair bit like Jessica. Um, How would I do? Shadows started spinning around my wrist while the transformation was happening, but then it, like, retracted <laughs> at the end. Uh, <clears throat> good, Nacho. Very, wow, very good. That was very close. Thanks. Um, let's go through these sides and, and see how you do. Okay. Nacho, Jessica gets up and walks over to the sides, and as you do, you see the chain devil stands up from the table. Uh, the goblin has just run in again to say something. And the chain devil gets up and he goes, All right. Ryan Crabapple. Crabapple. And sure enough, Thomas, your blood boils as you turn over your shoulder to see this blonde human man stand up from one of the chairs in the back. And he goes, yes, I'm ready. Right, just right, right this way. And Ryan struts out of the room like a sim doing a snooty walk. And Thomas... <laughs> marches over to the table and in his mind he says this is the last day Ryan Crabapple performs on a stage in this town and I cast Minor Illusion one more time to present my own union card and I say I'm auditioning for the play (laughs) let's see he rolls a two (laughs) (laughs) you waited a weirdly long time to sign up but go ahead Mr. Phelps thank you very much may I ask you what role is that man auditioning for six four oh five Mr. Thomas Phelps what role is that man auditioning for that just went in before me I believe James Addle. Then from this day forward, I am James Addle. Cool. Thank you. Nacho, we're going to read together. We're going to practice. Come. Okay. And you guys sit down to read your sides together. 
we're halfway there. Half pipe. This, this is the halftime pad with Nikki B. Yeah, yeah. One thousand gold pieces in a fantasy IRA for Calvin means he'll retire a millionaire, and then Gary works really hard. Maybe gets a little side hustle as a, a miner or something. Starts flipping gems for gold. He could pay off a, a new house in the Sunder for maybe like... Oh! Oh! Sorry. <clears throat> I've just been so focused. I feel invigorated. I mean, uh, I've been uh, accomplishing goals left and right here, you know. You know, my allies... My threats, uh, I know what I'm thankful for. Trying to make sure Gary can uh, be the best version of himself, you know? And it's all thanks to our friends at the Hero's Journal. But who better to tell you about the power of the Hero's Journal than our very own overachieving Warforge. Check it out. Okay, okay, come on, come on, come on. Where are you? Where are you? No, not that. Damn it! Where is that damn paper? The heck is the half my ass? Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Gosh. Okay. Here. <clears throat> let's see what we got. What we got? Okay. 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 Let's see. Let's gotta clean up that mess. They broke the damn staff, so gotta clean up that mess. Uh. Oh. How have I not filled out the report for Haggy's order to kill Dot? It's been so long. Oh my gosh. No. There's there's too much. There's just too much to do. What am I gonna? Come on, come on, come on, Bob. Get it together. Remember what you're here for. Remember what you're here for. Establish order. Okay. Now, how the hell do I do that? Oh, 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 oh my gosh, of course. Oh my, damn it. Mia, where are you? Where? Okay, yes. Okay. Now, right here, Aggie. Finally gonna use your gift after so damn long. Okay, what do we got? <clears throat> The Hero's Journal. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Oh, welcome, hero. <laughs> That's me. Maybe. Let's find out. Okay. In your hands is an indisputable proof that you are willing to take a risk and set forth to become the hero of your story. Okay. Very inspiring. We love it. Okay. All right. We got a call to adventure. Uh, ooh, defining your quest. Oh, okay, okay, accepting the quest. All right, all right. Ah, uh, all right, today I am grateful for, hmm, I am grateful for, oh, I'm grateful for the Hero's Journal, okay? I'm grateful for my beautiful boys, Ross, Rio, Rashawn, oh, that's so good. And I'm also grateful for, oh, Haggy. <laughs> Okay, today's allies, uh, oh, a nice hot cup of tea, and today's threats, oh boy, uh, laziness, and, uh, some anxiety, and, uh, all this damn paperwork that I left to get back to fun, okay, <laughs> my quest for the day, get organized, and to seize the day, uh, okay, Fill out the reports in chronological order. Yes, 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 okay. And last but not least, go clean this damn house. Okay, perfect. Oh, and there's a little quote. The belonging you seek is not behind you, it is ahead. 
Mas Canada. I hope I said your name right, because wow. Real good words there, Mas Canada. Okay, all right. Journal is set. Pages are set. It's done. <sighs> okay. I think I can do this. I think I can do this. <laughs> oh, d oh, sure, I don't know. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. All right, so what you waiting for? Go get organized. Accomplish those goals with 10% off a Hero's Journal when you use code DREMBUS10 at theheroesjournal.co. H-T-T-P-S colon forward slash forward slash theheroesjournal.co forward slash to be precise. All right? And you know what my biggest goal is, though? It's for you. Yes, you. You listen to me right now to become a Patreon at patreon.com slash Drimbus. Patreon.com slash Drimbus. So you can chat with me on Discord, hear all our awesome bonus content, get exclusive merch, and more. And uh, I might not be always active on Discord, but if you say, hey, Nikki B on the Discord, I will reach out to you. I'm, I'm just going to make that bet right now and put my own money where my mouth is, all right? Because I would love to talk to all of you. All right. Uh, so go on. Become a Patreon so I can read your beautiful names along with these beautiful people. Jerry Minotados, Queso Loco, Victoria Madrid, Greta and Beignet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Emrys Craig, Regina Russell, Morgan Holly, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Chloe G, Con Air on DVD, NB Star, Stevie B. Keys, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Fina Moonstrider, and Denny Dewdrop. Whew. Thank you all. I like your shirt, by the way. What's that? You're listening naked? Well, I'm flattered. Now, back to the episode. Meanwhile, Tyronicus, you head your way to uh, Mary Mare's. It's a little bit further down. And while you're walking, Cheerio's kind of like talking with you. And he's like, wow, this is just like really cool, man. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, just, I lived in that castle for all three days that I was alive. And now like it's my fourth day and like everything's really different. Like I saw a lot of different places. And now like, look, whoa, these buildings, they're so tall. It's like, and it's new, and there's a lot of people, and they're not scared, and I'm not trying to kill them. And Tyronicus was not really listening, just goes, word. Yeah, me too. You're not very talkative, are you? I don't know how to do this, dude. That's... Usually I'm on missions by myself. I'm not used to being around people. You know how it is, right? I, maybe not, but... Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not really used to being around people too much either. I'm, like, new, so, I don't know, you... Want to talk about something? Like, what's going on? Uh, sure. What, what do you want to talk? What do people even talk about these days? Um, I don't know. I I haven't been to people or these days for very long. Uh, oh, uh, I did mean to say I'm I'm really sorry about doing that to you with uh you know your 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 dad and all. It, it sounds uh, yeah. like that was pretty heavy. Yeah, um, it's we, we don't have to talk about it. It's it's okay. You know, it's okay, right? Yeah. Yeah. It but wasn't your fault, I don't think. I, um, based on what uh, I saw. Thanks, thanks. I'm... It, it was my fault, but it, it's okay. Thank you. 
So, what do you want to do now that you're free? I guess I want to paint. What do you like to paint? I don't know. I've never painted before. How do you know you like to paint, then? I don't know. It sounds cool. You know, <clears throat> once we finish this, how about we go get you some paint supplies, bud? That'd be cool. Uh, oh, is that it? And as you guys have been walking, you see Cheerio points to this large glass building with these high, high glass walls and printed in big, clean, white lettering. You see it reads, Mary Mares. I think we found the place. All right. After you. And he opens. It's an absurdly tall door for you. Go through the door. I guess we'll look for, like, a receptionist or somebody. You head in, and you see this beautiful marbled flooring with red velvet ropes forming walkways around the depot. All throughout, you see large glass and steel cylinders, like enormous test tubes. Inside each, you see an animal on a rotating illuminated platform. You see a big, woolly white llama. An incredibly muscular black and white war stallion. A very regal-looking camel. A sleek, dappled brown racehorse. And then, towards the back of the room, you see this just insanely buff, impressive hound standing proudly, its head held high. Across from the mastiff, in the largest cylinder of all, you see a powerful, towering elephant covered in this thick coat of woolly fur. In the center of the room, you see a humanoid draped in a long red velvety cloak that drops all the way to the ground with a high collar. Their skin is a grayish purple with very jagged fingers and a bald veiny head that resembles an octopus, four tentacles dangling down around the mouth. You hear an echoey voice ring out in your heads. Welcome. Valued patrons, to Merrimers, I am Harry Fjord. How can I be of assistance? Harry Fjord! I love so much. Fjord, now Fjord dealerships. <laughs> um, how do we respond? Like, in our heads? Like, <laughs> Yeah, he's looking at you like you could tell he's talking to you, but you don't hear the voice coming out of the mouth. It's like in your heads. This is just like, look at him like, uh, hello? Welcome. Hi. Um, I would send to, um, and then get a little bit closer. And then, like, he's gonna go to, like, whisper, then he remembers everything's, like, telepathic. Yeah. And then he's gonna be like, oh, um, Lucky sent me? Ah, Lucky, you are Tyronicus. Yeah, that's me. Yes. Well, how can I be of assistance? He left this for you. And he reaches into uh, his coat and pulls out a little bag with 20 gold pieces and hands it over to you. 20? I thought it was 25. He has also communicated to me that you may be interested in purchasing a ride. Ah, yes. Oh, I thought he was just going to hook me up with the ride, but yes, uh, we could definitely use the transportation. Well, listen, I give you choice, okay? I owe Lucky a little favor. I can take the 20 gold from you now, and for the 20 gold, I give you two little horses I have in the basement. 
Uh, nothing special, honestly, a little bit weak, but they get job done, you know. Or you keep your 20 gold, find whatever funds you want, and I give you 50% discount on store. 50% discount, you say? Well, how much would one of these guys go for? Which guys? We have many guys. And he, uh, he gestures around to all the, the cylinders. Besides the horses, what is your cheapest option? Uh, cheapest is llama. How much is a llama? Twelve. For you, six. Mmm. What about that mastiff? Mmm. The mastiff. I like you. The mastiff is forty. For you... 20. Oof, 20 gold for a mastiff. His power. Look, look at these teeth. Look, look, look. He opens like a little glass door and then he steps inside with the mastiff and he like pulls his lips apart to show you like the big. They are like shining, pearlescent white teeth. They're almost like saber teeth, just how sharp they are. And he goes, Look at this. It's incredible. Right, right, my little butcher. And he starts like putting his little tentacles on the Mastiff's face. And the Mastiff starts licking them. And then he steps outside. He says, 20 gold for a big, powerful Mastiff is a good deal. What else do you have here besides that woolly mammoth there? How you know? How you know it's mammoth? Come all the way from Isla Libre. It took a lot to import. I'm sure, and like it, I'm sure it also cost a lot of money. Ah, you are connoisseur in divergent evolution island. Huh? Well, I dabble. Okay, okay. What if I give you seven gold for the mastiff? <laughs> And I'll throw it, and then I'll also pay you for the camel. The camel is 75. You said the camel was 6. No. You said the camel was 12, and for me it would be 6. The llama, the llama. The llama, the llama, sorry, not the camel, the llama. I'll take, what if we do the master for 7, and then the llama as well? No, I cannot give master for 7, I'm sorry. 50% discount is 50% discount. Come on, man. Can I at least see what those horses look like? Yes, look. Oh. Have, have a look. <laughs> gonna... Oh, you you mean the shitty horse? I mean the, uh, shitty. Mm, oh. the basement horses. <laughs> yeah, can I, can I look at the basement horses? Okay, come with me. And he waves a hand. And in the center of the room, this, like, spiral staircase appears. Like, like the floor, like, sinks in to form little steps. Okay. And he leads you down into the basement. You see there's a... It's a little less tidy here. Like, there's a lot of supply for the animals, you know, uh, accessories, like, uh, saddles and bridles and all of this stuff. And then just kind of sitting there behind, like, a little kitty fence almost are these two just sad, shitty horses. <laughs> Like, one of them has crossed eyes, the other one is like, he almost looks like a zebra, like he almost has stripes, but not quite, like his coloration is just like weird as hell. Uh, and they're just sitting there going, <laughs> Can I inspect them to see how shitty they are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got six teeth. You get the feeling that even though these are full-grown horses, they have, like, pony stats. Are they, like, worse than fucking, um, Tony the Pony? Hey, Tony the Pony was a G, okay? Yo, bro, when he got introduced, he was pretty shitty. He's falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, I mean, in terms of, like, travel speed and carrying capacity and HP, it looks like they have pony stats. Thanks. Okay. 
Wait, what? if these are the bad horses, why are these cost 20 and I can get the llama for 6? Uh, you drive hard bargain. You know, it's because. Because what? <laughs> why would because. <laughs> you gotta make a living. What would know? make what would make these specimens cost <laughs> more money? <laughs> hey, llama is slow. Llama is 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 useful for pack. You know, carrying things. But llama is slow, and it's hard. You know, it's hard to train. Lots of speeding, but it's beautiful. Lots of wool. Yeah, alright, so we're gonna ignore the llama. But why are these horses here? $20. Like, just looking at them. They're not even uh, full. The horse upstairs, listen, listen. What horse upstairs? 600 Race horse? 100 So this steal, okay? Ugh. 20 go. What if, can I give you. What if I give you 10 for these horses? Because look at them. They're out, they're on their way out of the door anyway. Roller persuasion. Persuasion, eh? Twenty-one. Tronic is persuasive as fuck. Actually, before you do your persuasion check, you can keep that roll. But roll a wisdom saving throw for me. That's eighteen. Eighteen. Damn it. You see the, the vine flare waves its hand and it says, You will buy a horse upstairs. <laughs> you feel like a twinkle over your brain, but it doesn't affect you. It's like, did, did you just try to charm me? What? No. No, you totally just try to charm me. That is against the law, Okay, sir. okay, okay, listen. I, I'm businessman. What you want? I do my best. Good to make a uh, You know what? <laughs> How about, and then I'm going to take out <laughs> the LEP buzz. And I'm gonna be like, look here, what you're conducting here is against the law and magical terms. I could take you in. So I say, if you give me these horses, we'll make this thing go away. And what is Leprechaun? 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 What is this? What this is? What do you mean? Are you trying to lie to me? Just know that there are some very powerful people behind this. Roll a persuasion check for me. So that's 21. That beats his 13. You see. He like eyes you, he, his eyes go back and forth from the badge to you, to the badge to you. He looks you up and down and he goes, okay, I give you additional five gold off. Make it ten. Five. Nine. Four. <laughs> Seven. Six. <laughs> Eight. Three. <laughs> ten. One. What are we doing here? Negotiation, art of deal, baby. I'll give you 12 gold for both of these horses. 15. 15. Alright, that's what I wanted anyways. <laughs> Deal. Okay, take them. Uh, wait, first give me gold. No, give me horses first. Give me a contract. <laughs> give me a contract. Okay, okay, one contract. Hold on. He goes upstairs. It takes like a couple of minutes. He goes, I'll be right down. Hold up, let me talk to a salesman. And he's gone for a while and you're just kind of sitting there in the dark with Cheerio. And Cheerio goes, so... Cool, right? P- pretty cool? Yeah, what do you think about these horses? I don't know, that dog looked pretty cool. A dog does look pretty cool. I might have to go get one for myself. This one's kind of cute, though. And he, and he rubs his hand along the nose of the horse with the lazy eye. Uh, I guess. I, I guess this one with the funky colors is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean... They probably don't have those sharp teeth, but, like, still pretty cool. I, we don't really need sharp teeth. We just need to be able to move. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. And then you guys just sit there. Like, an hour passes. And Jerry was like, I'm actually... I'm really tired. 
I want to take a rest. We can't sleep here, bud. I know, but Thomas said he was going to let us rest at his place. I know. I'm going to go upstairs and see what's taking everything. And as you start to go upstairs, the mind flare comes down the stairs. And Harry says, My friend, I work up good contract for you. Fifteen gold pieces, two beautiful high-quality horses. I even give you saddles for free. I want to inspect that contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah, roll an investigation. <laughs> I don't trust this dude, though. Fuck, that's not that one. <laughs> as far as you can tell, everything's fine. I guess it's just going to look at the contract. Maybe it would have been helpful to have the lawyer here for this. Yeah. Well, clearly he's not a good lawyer because he's broke. <laughs> Fair. He's gonna like I it. Just sign. All we have to do is sign. And then I guess he's just gonna like sign the paper and give him the gold. <laughs> Thank you so much for the business. You see, anytime. Hey, if you ever change your mind, if you if you want elephant, or camel, or mastiff, you come to your friend Harry Fjord. Do I still get that discount? Mm, no. He's today only. Uh, then we'll see about that. Okay. He spent some time putting some saddles and reins and everything on the horses, and he goes, okay, here you go. First, he brings you the one with the lazy eye. He goes, this is... Um... I'm so bad at this. Um... This one is... uh, Ricky? Okay, Ricky. And he hands the, the reins over to Cheerio. And then he goes and he grabs the funky kind of striped colored horse. There's some yellows and some oranges, almost like a hint of, of like a purple in there. And he brings it over to you and he goes, and this is? Rainbow? Rainbow. Okay, okay, okay. Here you go. And he gives you the reins. Thank you. Okay. Have a good day. Uh, you too. <laughs> take the horses out of there. Okay, you try and go up the spiral staircase with the horses, and it takes a while to coax them up. They do not seem to like the steps, but eventually they figure it out, and you manage to go up, and Harry kind of follows you out, and he goes, Okay, thank you for coming to Merry Mouse. Yep. I see you. Take care. Goodbye. Peace. Have a good day. My name is Harry Fjord. I'm gonna leave out of here. <laughs> She's like, that was weird, right? That was weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Some so, something was weird about that. I mean, that dude definitely tried to charm us just now. Let's know. I don't know <laughs> how legitimate his business is. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess back to Thomas's place. I, I, I guess so. Okay. So we're gonna like ride Rainbow back. Meanwhile. Back at the autograph theater, we see Thomas and Nacho in the midst of rehearsing some sides. I don't know the sides. <laughs> Improv baby. <laughs> the the pocket full of dead fish. Do you know who did it? <laughs> That's not the side. So Nacho turns to you and he says, "So, so when I go in there, is someone going to do the scene with me?" Or like... It might be me, depending if they pair us up or not. If not, then one of the people in there will read it with you. You, you think they'll pair us up? It's a possibility. I can't say for sure. I mean, they, they, they've they been calling people in one at a time. Well, then they might not pair us up. But I, don't, I just feel like it'd be so much better. Like, you know, like, how am I supposed to do like this romantic scene like by myself? You know, they're supposed to kiss. It's supposed to be like this whole big romantic moment. And it just... 
if it's just me, then do I kiss the air? Like, what do I do? Well, you know, be in the moment. Like, it's as if there is another person on stage with you. Imagine yourself in that place and you'll be fine. You don't need a body on stage with you to to play the part. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of nervous. Oh, don't be. You know, bring that nervous energy into the audition. You'll be fine. You seem to know a lot about this. I attend the theater frequently. It is a, you know, a fond pastime of mine. And, uh, yeah, so I've picked up some things here and there. Well, all right. And at this point, the chain devil stands up and says, Nacho. Yes, that's me. Oh, you look different now. Nice makeup. Right that way. And you see the goblin opens the door again and kind of waves to Nacho to follow. And Nacho goes, all right, well, break your legs. (laughs) Close enough. All right. Wish me luck. Or don't. Uh, bye. And Nacho leaves. <laughs> All right, Nacho. Let's see. Let's see how you do, buddy. <laughs> okay. Thomas, what do you do while Nacho is gone? Pace back and forth. <laughs> you pace back and forth for probably about, I don't know, 10 minutes, maybe. Damn. Nacho's been in there a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not long before, they called Nacho in. You saw Ryan Crabapple came in, got his stuff. Snooty walked out. Uh, and you feel that... That rage boiling in your blood. But sure enough, a couple minutes later, Nacho comes back in and goes, Thank you. Comes over to you, kind of shifts out of the faux Jessica state and goes, That was like, so cool. Right? Yeah. How was it? It went really well. I, yeah, I, I did the scene. They, they even asked me to like read for other people. And I, I don't know, I don't think that went as well, but like, yeah, they, they gave me a different side, too, and and they had me do a couple of other scenes as Jessica. They gave me some directions. They told me to pretend uh, my sister was a lesbian and she just died. Go. I don't know. Weird. Okay, but, but they wanted more of you. That's great. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, like, really cool. Thanks, Thomas. Did they say if there would be a callback? Uh, they, yeah, they said that they would be in touch. Um, They asked me for a resume? Oh, we'll work on that later. You... If you're good enough, you don't need that. It's fine. Don't worry about okay, it. Okay, I just gave them your address to get in touch with me. Okay, well, uh, that's fine. Th- that's okay. That, all that's, right. That's all right. All right, cool. And then while in the midst of this conversation, the chain devil stands up and goes, Thomas Phelps. Oh, boy. Here I go. Break your legs. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Nacho. Okay. And the little goblin is standing there. They have, like, those glasses with a little chain that leads around to the back. And they're dressed in, like, a very simple but, like, kind of nice black dress with a little coat over the top. Uh, And they go, all right, you can just follow me right this way. Kidokie. All right. And they lead you into a room. The room is covered in mirrors. There is a white plastic table ahead of you. And there are three people seated at the table. You see a tiefling. You see a gibbering mouther is this big fleshy pile of eyes and mouths and it's sitting there going <laughs> And then in the center you see this funky looking dude. Kinda looks like a rat person. 
or maybe like a were rat, something like that, somewhere in between human and rat. This big, like comical, like wizard's hat on, little black sunglasses, plenty of chains around their waist, and they wear this vest, a white T-shirt, and these black pants. And the gibbering mouther says, "Good afternoon." Name? Um, Thomas Phelps. And who will you be reading for today? James Addle. Okay. Well, it's almost lunch, so how about you just take it straight from the monologue? Oh boy, okay. Yeah, I could do that, sure. And then the were-rat goes, And you know, just relax. You had a good time, you know? You just, you know, we want to see it to succeed. So, like, do a good job. Thank you. All right. All right. Go. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> First, roll a performance check for me. Okay. In Jessica's context, who is this guy again? This is the son of the guy who gets killed. That Jessica, apparently, at least according to the sides, had like uh, some manner of romance or fondness for, at the very least. If you, if you remember from the book, like the, the actual confession, Jason was a like a very very kind boy and the way that Adelbert abused him is what leads Jessica to kill him. Mm, okay. Alberg was the dad. Yeah. Okay. He abused Jason. Okay, got it. Woo! Woohoo! That's a 19. Okay. Give it a shot. Make it good, baby. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. Uh Ah, uh, yeah. My dad's dead. That's right. But honestly, I can't say I care all that much. And no, I, I didn't kill him, but he he hurt me every single day of my life. And honestly, whoever did kill him, I would be first in line to shake their hand because someone like that doesn't belong here anymore. He was hurting more than me, too. Everyone around town, he was just so mean to and... And it's not fair that he got to live a successful life day in and day out. So whoever's out there that did this thing, I would thank them. And yeah, I might seem like a bad person for saying that, but I just don't care anymore because I'm free of him. I am free of him. I'm free of him. I'm free of him. I'm free of him. I'm free. Uh, uh, the were-rat gets up from the table and, and, and uh, kind of like crouches in front of you and goes, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Again, go, keep going, keep going, yeah. I'm free of him. 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 Go scream, scream, I'm free of him. I'm free of him. I'm free of him. I'm free of him. Free of him. Free of him. And the were rat gives you a hug. Very good. You're not afraid. You lay yourself out. This guy, you know, I, I feel your emotion. Thank you. I, I was... You're a real actor. Oh. Oh. Thank you. I was practicing really hard. You know, we talked to you. We talked to you. We talked to you. I've always wanted to do this before. I just, you know, I, with lawyering and stuff, it, it was kind of hard, but th- this was a very nice experience. Thank you. You are a liar? No, lawyer, not liar. You are a liar? Well, I guess it's the same thing. Yes, yes, I'm both. Okay, that worked very well for us, you know? You convince people of the guilty, then you convince people of the character. It's good. It's very cool. Yes! Exactly! Okay, okay. So, 
do you have a resume for us? Um, well, not not exactly, but um, I've been to the theater many, many times. I, like, I, what is up with all these people just not having resumes today? Like, ser- I mean, people, please, come on, be prepared. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, don't, list, list, don't listen to them. This It's not about business. It's not about papers. It's about the heart. You gotta follow. So, <laughs> tell you what. But then, you give me a dress. If we want to talk to you, we'll talk to you later. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Okay, give me a dress. Okay. 300 West Opal Way? Apartment 61? That's right. You are with, with uh, Nacho. Yes, we live together. That's right. Oh my god, they did such a good job. They're crazy. Oh. You, know, you guys are so crazy. You're not prepared at all. You just come in here, you just do the sides. We spoke from the heart, you know? How you even get it? You are union? How you are union? You know, we've been around. The were rat winks at you. Okay, I see you. I see you. You're crazy. You're crazy. I like. All right, have a good day. Okay, you too. And yeah, you sure enough, you exit the room. All right, and my bones collapse like a dry bones in Mario because I was so nervous. <laughs> and the goblin comes up to you and, and says, good job. Um, If you left anything in the waiting area, you can go back, And uh, but you're free to go, and I'm sure they'll uh, they'll be in touch. Okay, thank you. Uh, you walk back to the waiting room, and Nacho's there, and he, like, excitedly walks up to you, and he goes, So, how'd it go? I think it went well. Really? That that one character seemed very into it. Yes, they gave me a hug. Wow. Wait, was it the uh, the, the rat? Yes, that that's the one, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that was the guy that told me the, the whole... Gave me a note and everything. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's, like, funky. Like, he's really weird, but, like... Yeah. I kind of love him, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, awesome. Okay, I guess... Now we wait. Wait? Yeah. Should we just go back to your place? Yeah. I mean, the letter will show up there saying if we got in or not, so let's go. I now know where you stack up amongst all the other auditions. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Our fate is sealed. (laughs) This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Nicholas Palazzo as Thomas Phelps and T.J. Berry as Tyrannicus. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show, show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. 
of Mice and Men and Monsters is a podcast which combines the art and beauty of classic literature with the fun of Dungeons and Dragons roleplay. These episodes are led by me, Kate, your master teacher, which is Dungeon Master meets High School English Teacher. We take on quests in these fascinating worlds, meeting and adventuring with the greatest literary characters of all time, solving puzzles set up by the dubious Dr. Frankenstein. One eye is over there, and the other eye is rolled over there. Exactly right. Hunting Moby Dick alongside Captain Ahab. (laughs) I've rolled a one. Oh, you rolled a one! Of Mice and Men and Monsters is a faithful yet irreverent way to interact with the stories which have influenced us for centuries. Plus, it's a much more exciting way to experience literature than writing an essay. Essays don't have swords which burst into flame, or poop monsters hiding in toilets. Anybody got some poop for me? A new episode of Of Mice and Men and Monsters is released every other Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You found the heart! She found a key to the heart. On the quest of a lifetime, three best friends take on a harrowing journey. Your mind and body will be tested in these upcoming weeks, as well as your heart. Where more is at stake than a gift from the gods... Being with Albina and I is going to be weird. Not bad weird, just uh, different. Everything's different on the water. When new friends meet, you have an office? Where do you think I do all the pirate business? Pirates have business? It's a parchment nightmare. And family secrets are revealed. (sighs) We could be twins. Yes, I've noticed. This young crew of adventurers will learn what it takes to complete the deadly journey to the heart. It's not like an island could set a trap for us. What? Lightning fog? Are you kidding me? But is getting what they want worth losing what they have? I was happy with you and Charlie. Was? Look at us! How could I be? Journey to the Heart. Now available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Tune in each week and vote for where you think the story should go next. What will-